Hi, Wine and Climb listeners. Thank you for tuning in for another week. If you're new here, this is a podcast where my amazing friend Maeve and I talk about climbing the corporate ladder as two young millennial women while drinking some sometimes nice wine. Sometimes we're, you know, just kind of drinking whatever's in the house or at the grocery store. But yeah, welcome to just chilling with us, um, hearing us go through our experience over a glass of wine. My name is Lizzie, and you guys are actually just stuck with me this week. Normally, Maeve is here helping leading or helping lead the conversation, so I don't go off on all these random tangents that I will probably go off on today, but we're going to try something new. We thought it might be cool to do some kind of solo episodes where we really dive into our individual stories. That way you guys can get to know us individually a little bit better and get to meet the people behind the podcast. Um, so this week I am going first and then soon, probably not next week, but eventually soon you guys are going to get a all Maeve episode where she'll go into kind of her whole story and everything. So super excited. I'm even excited to listen to that. But yeah, that's that's kind of what's to come. So to kind of kick us off, I will kind of follow tradition and go through what wine I am drinking this week. So I am drinking a bottle of wine from a winery that I went to when I was in Italy. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm going to talk about Italy a lot because I'm annoying and it was the best trip of my life. <laughs> and I also got a lot of wine from there. But yeah, this is a white wine. I'm not going to go too much into it, mainly because I can't pronunciate pretty much anything on the bottle. But it's a white wine. It's, I think it's called Poggiacelli. Poggiacelli? I don't know. It's a 2020 wine and it's really good. But I will kind of list everything out and Maeve, who's the awesome rock star brains behind the operation she'll put it in the show notes for you guys but it's really cool I love this wine fun fact when I was there I might have been a little bit drunk because we might have done a wine tasting for breakfast but um I digress but uh I love this wine so much that I ordered seven bottles of it to come back to the U.S. (laughs) Um, I was very eager and thought I was going to be starting my own wine cellar um turns out that didn't happen but you know dreams are dreams. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the wine that we are drinking tonight. Um, rating, I'm going to go pretty strong here, but uh, it's going to be a nine out of 10, you guys. I know that's uh, kind of setting the bar pretty high, but like I said, I ordered seven bottles of it when I bought it in the first place. So I love it a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll make sure to, to list it out so that way you guys can see it and order some if you want, because I don't think they sell it in stores. But that doesn't make it bougie. That's just like the, this type of winery, because we, I'm not bougie like that. I shouldn't have even ordered seven bottles. I'm just, I'm just a wino. But yeah, to kind of go into my story and all of that stuff, I'll kind of just kind of list out everything that I've gone through. I know we briefly did introductions in our pilot episode so some of it might be a little bit repetitive so I I do apologize in advance but this is meant to kind of repeat some of those same facts but also go into a lot more detail hopefully you guys 
want to hear that. If not, this episode is probably not for you, but uh, (laughs) I'll let you be the judge of that. But yeah, so I'll get started. I guess, you know, you guys know that Maeve and I went to college together, but I actually did not start out going to that college. I originally started going to a mountain or a school in the mountains and I loved going there because I really liked hiking and being outdoorsy and in nature, but the school itself was not for me. Um, My freshman year there was really when I started having effects of anxiety and depression kind of affect my daily life. You know, I'd always, I had always struggled with, you know, depression and anxiety a little bit and here and there, but once I went to school there, it, it really started just taking a toll on on my everyday life which is very different for anyone else that's experienced it I'm I'm so sorry but you know what I mean um so you know after after that I pretty much unenrolled from school there as soon as I took my last exam and then ended up transferring to the school where Maeve and I met and I originally had not anticipated staying there because it was supposed to be just a transition school until I figured out what else I wanted to do or where I wanted to go or or really had any sort of idea of what I wanted my future to hold. (laughs) Um, But I applied there just as a kind of a filler and ended up falling in love with the school. And that, that wasn't meant to be a, like a dig at the school. It's a wonderful, wonderful school, but I just didn't want to go there because it was kind of in my hometown. So I was like, eh, that's not for me. I want to go somewhere new. But anyways, I ended up loving it there. So happy that life led me to go to school there because I met so many of my wonderful best friends that I'm still friends with to this day and got to meet Maeve and it just, oh my gosh, such a cool experience. And I'm so happy I went there. Um, But I don't know if any of our listeners have ever transferred before, but when you transfer, you can't go in undecided, which is shocker what I was. I had to pick a major, so I just kind of picked the business college because it made the most sense. Um, I mean, it's a really, like, strategic degree to get, and also I kind of just figured that's what I would do anyway. So I applied to the kind of business administration marketing school of business and I got in so then I did my sophomore junior and senior year there and you know went out and partied with Maeve and just had had the best time ever um yeah really just had such a a good time at that school and of course senior year it was uh starting to come to an end and I had to figure out what I really wanted to do after school which I never really thought about before. Uh, I mean, I thought about it a lot, but I never had like a dream job or anything that I had decided on, I guess. So I was uh, stressing just a little bit and I was applying to a lot of jobs, but because I was never really like super passionate about my degree or anything, like I wasn't sad about it or anything, but it wasn't like a this is what I want to do for the rest of my life type of thing. So I was just applying to like random jobs everywhere. Um, and where we live, kind of finance, banking, insurance, all of that is a major industry. So that was most of what I was applying for, even though I 
really couldn't give two shits about insurance, um, or at least couldn't at the time. (laughs) But yeah, I ended up applying to this job with kind of like a startup insurance company. And I really liked it because it was a startup. It, It seemed like a not, you know, normal first job out of college. So I ended up kind of really setting my sights on that as my my goal job when I graduated. And I was lucky enough. Well, not lucky. I mean, I I worked my ass off for it, but I ended up getting the job. It was super funny. I got the offer letter on graduation day, like while I was getting ready. So that was super funny. Like me and all my roommates were like screaming and, and just getting super excited. I was probably screaming when they were, but you guys know how it is. So the job itself was business and office administration for this insurance startup. Um, And with it being a startup, they were still kind of figuring out a lot of things. So originally, there was one person running both of their offices because they had two locations. And as they were expanding, they then opened the position to run the office locally. And that's where I came in. And that's what I was hired to kind of do as an office administrator for them. But what was really unfortunate was the person that had previously been taking care of both offices kind of took it as a demotion that they were then only responsible for the one office. And unfortunately, that kind of developed into me having a really awful experience at the job Um, because the company itself was super, super cool. I loved learning about it and really liked working for that company. And it was also like really bougie. So of course that was fun. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the person that was supposed to be training me and helping me gear for success, you know, was doing the opposite and just it, it wasn't the right fit. And that makes it sound bad because I'm not trying to like put off my downfalls as someone else's responsibility but ultimately you know the saying goes you're only as good as your teacher so I just never was able to kind of really like get my feet sturdy at the job and I ended up becoming really insecure because I just was letting people walk all over me and I I mean I think that was a mixture of me not being the right fit for the job and also struggling to adjust to office life and to adjusting to kind of just adulthood in the post-college world. Um, So I started applying for jobs. I mean, I had kind of passively been applying for jobs since I had, since like month three of working at that company because I never really thought it was the right job for me. But I kept trying to convince myself to stay, which hindsight Uh, that never works out. Um, but I had been applying for jobs and then that's when May was the best ever and referred me to her job or like the place that she was working. So, so I interviewed and really, you know, thought that getting a new job and, and working in more of the marketing field would fix all my problems, especially getting to work with my friends. But I kind of knew as soon as I stepped in on my first day that it, it wasn't going to be it. And and that wasn't anything at all against Maeve or the company or the job because 
had I been in a better mental space, that literally probably would have been the perfect job for me at the time. But uh, Mother Nature, God, whatever, you know, whatever you believe in was saying, nope, that was not the right move for me. So after my first day, I kind of went to my parents and I was just sobbing. Like I felt like such a failure because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to make this job work. And I felt like a failure for not being able to work in an office environment. And I was so worried about disappointing my friends and family, but I knew if I stayed in another office job, it would be the death of me. And, and I know that sounds dramatic, but it really was how I felt at the time. And I, I truly don't think I could have done it. So after talking to my therapist and my parents, you know, I emailed Maeve's boss, who was my boss, um, after my second day and, and I quit. Um, which is really tough to do because, again, like I said, I, I felt really, really shitty about it. And I cannot believe Maeve is still my friend afterwards. But thankfully we are because, you know, just so thankful for our friendship. But I'm, I'm glad it survived that. But, yeah, I was I was very disappointed in myself for not being able to make it work. Um, but my therapist at the time, like, really helped teach me how to be kinder to myself in situations like this be, like this because I mean like I said I, I was very disappointed in myself for not being able to make it work but I had a super awesome therapist at the time who was able to kind of help me through the situation and really helped encourage me to be kinder to myself in the situation because obviously now I know I was not disappointing anybody, but that's how I, I viewed the situation. So she was she was able to help me be a lot nicer and more loving to myself. And that kind of leads me into like a little sidebar that I want to get into. But I, I think I've already said this, but I could not be more thankful for my therapist at the time. She moved out of state. Otherwise, I would absolutely still be seeing her. But in case I haven't made it obvious, I'm a big advocate for therapy. You know, even if you don't feel like you have some sort of big trauma or, or major life event or anything, like everyone can benefit from therapy. You know, just having a safe place to go to talk and just like even help you make decisions. You know, it's I, I probably sound like a broken record, but to me, mental health is the same as physical health and having your annual checkup should be on the same par as, you know, checking in with a, a mental counselor every once in a while, you know, like it's just, it should be treated the same. But anyway, I digress. That will hopefully be a whole other episode in the future. Wink, wink. So after I quit the job with Maeve with literally zero plan, I had the biggest sense of relief. Um, I felt like I could finally breathe again and, and all the cliche things that you can imagine someone saying about that situation like I I felt it those are the things I was saying and that's how I felt um <laughs> but the first few weeks I, I kind of got all caught up on sleep that I had missed and I developed a really good workout routine and even took my first trip to New York City which was cool I guess I, I wasn't a fan um <laughs> but I probably should go somewhere else in New York but if you guys don't know you know people with ADHD really need routines and routines are important. Um, but I didn't know I had ADHD at the time, so I didn't realize that. But I had never had not had a job before, you know, in high school, I got by pretty easily with my education. So I filled a lot of my time with extracurricular clubs, you know, sports, I had a part time job, you know, I was always doing something. 
I definitely like burned out after high school because I was like really involved in high school. Um, but you know, same thing in college. I, I always had school and, and a job and friends that I was hanging out with. So this was really my first time not having anything, you know, I was like, Oh, oh my God, like I've relaxed for a month and like, I don't know what to do. Hindsight, I probably should have like tried doing some hobbies, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So after a month, um, I went out on a whim and decided to try working with animals. Um, I had always loved animals so, so much, but I had zero experience and also knew that it would be a serious pay cut, which like, guys, it was like a $20,000 pay cut. It was, it was rough. Um, but my gut told me that that was something that I really wanted to do. So I had to do it and I did, and I could not be more thankful. I mean, it was a, it was a journey to say the least, but it was like probably the best journey of my life so far, at least. So I started applying to vets and or to vet offices and I found a clinic that took a chance on me and it was amazing. I was hired as a receptionist, but they quickly trained me up as a technician's assistant. And y'all working at the vet was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. Like I'll probably say that a hundred times, but it really, really was. I had no idea how much I loved learning about the medical world and the science behind our pets. Like I've always loved, you know, cuddling with animals, but getting to like learn their behavior and and really go into all of that from a medical perspective was so cool. And I had never done anything in the medical world, human, animal, whatever. And so getting introduced to it and, and really liking it was shocking, but so freaking cool. I could talk to you guys for hours about animals, but I'm going to try not to kind of bore you guys with that unless you want me to, which let me know because I could probably do like a whole other episode on animal sciences. But anyway, and also another sidebar, but I'm sorry if you guys keep hearing me like take a deep breath, but like for some reason, I think because this is my first solo episode, I'm like forgetting to breathe between my sentences. So if you hear me like really exasperated, it's because I'm dumb and not breathing. (laughs) Anyway, I started working at that vet in about May of 2019 and worked there until September of 2020. I ended up deciding to leave that practice for a few reasons but mainly just because I wanted to pursue working at a like a full-on emergency clinic um the first clinic I had worked at had urgent care hours that kind of introduced me to that environment and I loved getting to experience it and working the emergency cases and just it was something that I wanted to explore and if I had learned anything over that past year it had been explore things you want to explore which freaking life motto right there just keep if there's anything I can suggest to you guys explore life it is such a cool freaking world go out there and explore the cool things you want to as long as they don't cause any harm to others (laughs) so I went to work for another animal hospital that was just starting to do overnight emergency care like they had been a regular animal hospital and then were opening up into a 24-hour facility so I started working there in September of 2020 until March of 2021. And then, sadly, that was my last vet job. Um, you know, I, I loved working there, but I, just for multiple reasons, I ended up leaving the industry just because it was the best move for me at the time. You know, the pandemic had a lot to do with it. It was, the pandemic was really hard on, on a lot of industries and fields, you know, 
nurses, doctors, teachers, you know, anything like that where you're on the front lines. I mean, it, it, the pandemic just rocked everyone's world. Um, but I think a lot of people forgot about how it would affect the vet industry. And so it was really tough to work in. You know, we had a lot of really, really angry clients and it just, as the pandemic progressed and and wasn't going away, it seemed to be that, you know, clients were just getting angrier and angrier. And I could sense myself starting to become a little bit bitter about that, which is, bitterness is such an ugly trait, but unfortunately I could tell that I was, you know, feeling that a little bit. And also, I, I also think I was just getting really burnt out. You know, I was working nights at an emergency clinic. So, you know, just seeing a lot of really sad cases and upset people and rarely, you know, the successful happy cases. And I also, you know, couldn't financially support myself anymore. You know, I mentioned that it was a severe pay cut going to work for the animal industry. And I really wanted to make that work, but I was living alone, like in a one bedroom apartment and I could just no longer afford to take care of myself. So I just for that, the pandemic and just like also really wanting, you know, a normal salary, normal working hours and also benefits. Cause if anyone's looking to go into the vet industry, I definitely think you should, cause it's worth it, but they don't have benefits. You guys like there's like no PTO or like it just the the benefits are not there. I will just leave it at that. Yeah, so those were all things that I was really starting to recognize that I needed in my life. So I decided to go back to the the lovely office world. It was it was kind of funny though cuz the the timing really worked out well for me cuz I decided in February that I really needed a more sustainable career and as I was realizing that I was also getting tested for ADHD for the first time ever so the same month that I accepted a new job I got formally diagnosed with ADHD um, which that is another whole tangent I could go off on because basically getting diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 25 like completely changed my life my view on the world, my own view of my own life, you know, it just, everything really clicked into place about, like, why I struggled with the things I struggled with, and yeah, it just, the pieces really fit together with that diagnosis, but at the same time, you know, as wanting to get to a more stable career, I was starting that medication, you know, I was needing money and regular benefits, you know, plus I had also had a few more years of workforce experience under my belt so I felt ready to go back to corporate life you know right after college corporate life felt like something I was being forced to do but this time it really felt like my decision and it felt like it was what I actually wanted to do and it was the right decision for me so I left the vet to go back to the insurance industry or at least that's what I thought at the time um yeah, that's not what happened. (laughs) Um, But I have a lot of love for the job that I went into. But I mean, I really got played. It was basically a glorified call center with a whole bunch of extra work put on top. Um, But somehow I, I really ended up loving the job. I got to meet some really, really cool people. 
you know, both my, my coworkers that I worked with every day. And then also part of my job was scheduling technicians all over the U.S. So I got to interact with some really, really cool technicians. And I, I still, you know, remember them. Like one of them even sent me a Christmas basket of cookies one year, like just some really awesome people. And so that was one thing that I, I loved about that job. You know, sometimes that job was truly hell, but the people I worked with made it so freaking special and I will never forget them. Like, I was really sad when I had to, not when I had to, but when I chose to leave that job because I was really going to miss some of the people I worked with. Um, I mean, I'm I'm still friends with a lot of my coworkers from there. Like, I even watch, you know, House of Dragon with a group of people from that job every Sunday and still go out with them and, and you know, I just... It was so cool. Like the the employees that we had at that company were kind of like had the same camaraderie that you have at a restaurant where like you all are like, damn, this sucks, but let's go out and get drunk on Friday after work or something. I don't know. It was that same kind of environment. So I really, really liked the people I got to work with. But even though I love the people that I worked with, the company itself was garbage, like steaming hot garbage. I'm scared to talk about that because, you know, you never want to put yourself in a position where you could get in trouble or or talk badly about a previous employer because you just never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, that place was rough. Um, (laughs) I ended up becoming the most senior person on my team after my manager literally just walked out one day. And I had only been there for nine months. And I also don't blame my manager for walking out at all. Um, She was she was a shit. She was awesome. I doubt she's listening to this, but if you are a girl, you rocked, um, and you were the best manager I've ever had, (laughs) but, uh, anyway, I, you know, I got promoted to be the new manager, but get this, they, uh, didn't want to increase my pay, because I had already received a a raise that day, uh, or that, not that day, but I had already received a raise that year, and so even though I was going to get, like, double the work, um, I was going to get the same pay which I was uh, pretty offended by. And, and that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me at that place. You know, there was, there was a lot of bad things there, but that, that really was the, the tip of the iceberg. Um, but I fought back and, and, you know, they did eventually agree to give me a raise, but it was a really small raise. And it was just something I never got over. I was like, if you like, it's just the precedent of that is just so disrespectful, which I know we talk about respect in this podcast literally all the time, but it's such a big thing. Like it's one word that just changes the world for your employees. But anyway, there's, there's so much more I can tell you about how corrupt that place was, but I wouldn't even know where to begin, honestly, because it's just so crazy. Like it was somehow like an awesome job and the most awful job at the same time. I I don't even know. Um, but I loved it cause it got to how, like I, I got to experience being a manager for the first time and, and really got to build my resume with that, but also build my own leadership experience. And so there, there was a lot of good things that came out of it as much as I'm shit talking it. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys just heard that, but uh, I have my cat and, um, she is very talkative at the moment, but anyway, yeah, that, that job, lots of good about it, lots of bad, but it got me to where I am today. Um, so I, I can't, you know, totally hate on it. Um, but I was, I was, I knew I was unhappy with, with that job. And I was out with a friend 
and he mentioned that, you know, the engineering firm that he was working at was hiring. So I kind of threw my resume into the mix and a week later I got the offer. It was like a super fast, crazy process that I wasn't ready to like go through yet. Like I, I knew I was ready to leave my job that I was in or I knew I needed to, but I wasn't actually ready to. Cause like having ADHD, the the job that I was in worked really well for me because it was super fast paced. There was no long-term projects. It was all like very quick, you know, you have an assignment and you get it done like in the next few hours. Like it was just a very fast paced job and having short term goals like that worked really, really well for me. So I wasn't necessarily ready to say goodbye to the job just yet. But as I was interviewing for this other job, I just, I knew that it was the right fit for me. So I I had to make that tough call of like, I'm not ready to leave the job I'm in, but I also know that this next opportunity, I can just feel it in my gut. It's the right opportunity for me. So I trusted my gut and, and here we are. I mean, it's a lot more to just trusting my gut, but everything was telling me that this was the right job offer for me. You know, the interview process was super quick, but while I was interviewing, I really knew everything was the right fit. You know, my friend that had kind of referred me to the position, he had worked there for years. So I knew that they took good care of their employees and and had, you know, good employee retention. And they just kind of kept waving all of their green flags during the interview. You know, I could really tell that they respected their employees, like, really respected them as people and it was a mutual thing um and and that was really all I needed to know you know I got very lucky in the fact that I actually loved the job itself too but even before I even knew what the job was I was ready to accept the offer just to work for the company because I thought they were such a cool company to work for in terms of being respectful and and just being a company that you could really grow with and, and want to grow with I mean, it's been a lot of hard work ever since I started, but it's been absolutely so worth it. I will say trying to unlearn the absolutely toxic work habits from my last job has been really, really hard, but my boss has been super awesome during the transition and has been really helpful in gearing me towards real success, so I'm incredibly thankful for that. And and not to end on a super cliche note, but I know that's what I've been doing this whole episode as I'm just a really cliche person. Um, but you guys, sometimes it it does work out in the end. Not that this is the end for me at all because it really feels like just the beginning, but the struggle pays off. You know, the depression and anxiety and hopelessness that I felt the past four years until this job was sometimes unbearable. You know, I was like, why? Like, I cannot believe people just work their whole lives for like, 15 years of retirement like this is crazy I don't want to waste my life with this it was my thought process at the time but now I know it was like worth the wait to have the job I have now because it's amazing you know I have great work-life balance mutual respect between my company my boss and myself I have the ability to travel and learn other cultures and almost endless potential to grow within the company it's just it's you know while that might not be right for other people it's the perfect fit for me and I'm so happy you know hopefully I don't listen back to this episode in a few years and absolutely laugh at myself but I'm I'm super happy with where I'm at right now but yeah guys that's uh that's my whole resume (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it 
Um, I would love any any sort of feedback and, and also would love to know if any of our listeners kind of related to any part of my story at all. Or also, if you want to tell your story, definitely feel, uh, feel free to send us an email. We, we love to hear from our listeners, especially kind of as our as our listener family grows. Maeve and I want nothing more than to hear from you guys and just learn more about you guys because you guys are also what make this podcast a thing. So thank you. To kind of keep on par with tradition, I will go ahead and give you guys my highlight of the week and then three kind of like fun facts about myself since I obviously can't do like a quick fire question round with myself. Um, My highlight of the week is that it's finally starting to feel like fall where we live and y'all, I could not be more happy. Like fall is my favorite season. I'm super basic. Like I want pumpkins everywhere. I don't like pumpkin spice latte, but like I want fall leaves and you know just fall decorations all over the place I want to go do all the fall things like go through the scary parks and I just I love fall and it's starting to cool off and so I'm so happy about it and then on a few days ago I the first like cool day I got to work outside because our office has like a little patio and that's another thing I love about this job is that like I have the flexibility to go work outside when I want to so Friday, or not Friday, but however many days ago, <laughs> I um I got to sit outside kind of for my lunch break and then just stayed outside until like four o'clock. And it felt so good. Funny enough, um, I'm a ginger. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but I am a ginger. So <laughs> in those four hours, I got incredibly sunburned, which is something I do every fall because I love being outside, but like forget that my skin will literally fry. So, um, yeah, I got sunburned, but it was still worth it, in my opinion. All right, and then so some random facts about me. I mean, I just said I was a ginger, so that's one. But I have a Maine Coon cat. I mean, I think she was like a outdoor stray cat, but she looks just like a Maine Coon. And when I worked at the vet, everyone also thought she was a Maine Coon. So I say she's one, and I freaking love her. She is like, I love her so much. Um, I'm also gluten-free, not by choice. Um, I freaking love bread, but bread, unfortunately, does not love me or my gut. Uh, See, I'm gluten-free. And I also love history. So if anyone has any fun history stories that they like, feel free to uh, let me know and I'll, I'll look into them. But anyway, guys, thank you so, so, so much for listening to my story. I hope it resonates with at least one of our listeners. And if you're my current or old employer that just listened to this, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but not really. Uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, Maeve and I would super appreciate any interaction you can with the podcast. You know, um, you know, like and subscribe. We are on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And then also on social media, our Facebook and Instagram is Wine and Climb Podcast. So definitely go look us up and you can, you know, send us stories on there. Uh, We also try to post as much as possible. And we also have an email address that you can send any stories to, feedback, questions, comments, all that fun stuff. The email is wineandclimbpodcast at gmail.com. It's spelled out. And sounds like you would. Um, the and is, is spelled out A-N-D. It's not the and sign. So yeah, feel free to send us an email. And yeah, thank you guys again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and hope you enjoy your wine Wednesday. You guys will have to let us know if any of you guys are drinking any fun wines. 
But um, yeah, we will catch you next week. And I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Bye.